0: Our spit is incredibly complex for a substance made of 99% water. It contains a genetic code that reveals the real you. And that DNA in your spit can also reveal meaningful insights about your health that could change everything. What would you do if you knew you were at a higher likelihood of developing a particular disease? Join 23 different iHeart podcast hosts as they explore their own health discoveries in the new season of spit. Listen to Spit on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip
0: Gaze. This week on an emergency episode of The Gossip Gaze,
1: Billy's got a letter from a worried friend. Danny's got a confession about the missing show. And we get serious about mental health. The So we're on. Okay, perfect.
0: So this is the show, what, that, this is the show that never was. This is the lost show. <laughs> right, look, to kick us off today, guys, I just want to say, from the bottom of my cholesterol. <laughs> from the bottom of my cholesterol, from the bottom of my cholesterol-clogged heart. Mm-hmm. I am sorry, we, we actually recorded quite a... Well, well, we can say it was the best show in the world. Yeah, yeah. We recorded quite a good show this week. Yeah. And... Because we were remote, I film on one... I record on one thing, you record on the other. And mine has an SD card anyway. Long story short, I fucking snapped the SD card, didn't I?
1: With all the audio files on, yeah. And we have
0: done everything we can. Mm -hmm. Glued it back together. (sighs) Honey, we we were were on a wing and a prayer hoping we could get it out. But anyway, (laughs) we're now sat in my house. Actually, we're like two teenagers having
1: a sleepover. Yeah, we are, yeah.
0: Because Joe's downstairs watching telly, so we're upstairs now... In the bedroom, redoing the show.
1: Recording an emergency episode. Oh my lordy, it's
0: the <laughs> emergency episode. Do you know what I'd love if we could like start like edit? Is it really OTT? If we like emergency episode and then we edit it in like woo woo?
1: <laughs> or are we just making. Hard, I mean, I'm not. I don't edit it, so I'm just making hard work for you and Sam here. Sam, get on that, please.
0: Um, listen, it's a good week, yeah?
1: Now, I feel like we've got more to talk about, actually, because so I've done more since we recorded the last episode. Right, yes. Okay, so I
0: think you've got, you, you've got news. What's the news? Are you joking? I don't know.
1: I don't, got, don't know you what you're news going to say. To news. Well, I went to Blackpool. Yeah. It's one of my... Well, it's not a news. It's something I've done this week. Now, when was the last time you went to Blackpool? Except for a day, I just mean for a day out. Years ago. Now, no offence to anybody in Blackpool, but I am never going to Blackpool again unless it's for work. Really? It was. Now, I Hang thought... Hang on, what have
0: you got booked for his DJ job in Blackpool now?
1: Do you know what? And then I can't wait to see the people. <laughs> right. But, I mean, it could have been the tourists. I don't think the locals go where I went. I went out on the front. I went to see the... I, went, I was walking on the promenade. Yeah. Promenade. Mm-hmm. I went on the big wheel. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw about three teeth and there was 800 people. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was dog rough. Bless. Now, I went on a little date there and we were nervous to even like look at each other in a queer way. <laughs> really? Was it like strategy was high? It was rough. And I mean, the people were rough. People screaming at the kids. It was like, imagine a really Not rough. friendly rough. Not friendly rough. I quite rough. like
0: a bit of rough, you know.
1: So do I. It's not friendly Kelly next door rough. Right, it's like nasty chavy like yeah. You, the, they've got they've you got like need. asbos and like tags on the legs, Hot, stuff like that. Sexy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And we went on the Ferris wheel, and I thought, do you know what, we can develop, div- we, we can have a little kiss at the top. Yeah, and we were too scared to even do that. Oh, <laughs> you should have done it. Yeah, we were too nervous. The people in the next carriage were rocking their carriage like way, and we thought, do you know oh my what, God. the last thing we want is to be going around this Ferris wheel. And people shouting there's two faggots here.
0: Throwing like tomatoes at you. Yeah. Well, look, I went, I did the same thing years ago with Joe. I thought, you know what, what'll be a romantic weekend? We'll book a B in Blackpool, we'll Right. take the dog. And it ended up being a very fun weekend in a different kind of way. But we just made our own fun. It was it, It's a shame. Yes. Actually. It's a shame. And what I would like post COVID is people to start Start going to these places again, putting more money into the areas. So Because there is good things in Blackpool. There's a Madame Tussauds. Yeah. There's the theme park, but obviously it's been shit weather. Yeah. You know, there's the aquarium. Dungeons. The dungeons. There is good stuff there. It just needs needs a bit of razzmatazz.
1: Yeah, I would like to go when the Strictly thing's on. Yeah. I'd like to go to that. I think that'd be cool. But I wouldn't be I won't be rushing back to Blackpool if I'm honest. What a shame. I know, because I used to love it as well as a kid. Right, now are you gonna spill the news?
0: I don't know the news. You keep looking at me, you don't know the news, are you joking? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Are I'm you being, joking? I'm being completely honest, I don't know what you're gonna right, say. Uh, you're an uncle. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah. I can see your ass going fifty p five p like, what's he gonna say?
1: Yeah, so my sister's finally given birth about bloody time. And can I say, I FaceTimed her not long after she had,
0: she was drained.
1: Yeah, I mean, it she, was... Was
0: she, in, I didn't ask, but was she in labour for a while?
1: Now, when, when I told you about the mucus ball a couple of weeks ago, that was the start of the labour, and she was in a long, long labour. She didn't She didn't start to have proper contractions for a while, but she would get in this back pain, which was the start of labour, and we were... Like, she was getting all these things every day. Yes, this is the start of labour. This is a symptom of start of labour. And it was just going on for weeks. Anyway, the baby's finally here. And she's beautiful. She is beautiful. Beautiful baby. She's cute. Yeah, she is.
0: And she looks just like Holly, I think, no? Yes, yeah, she... me? I always look at babies and think, no, you can't tell. Babies look like babies. But this is the first time I've looked at a little cute baby and thought...
1: Looks like the mum.
0: She's so cute. Yeah. I think I'm just broody for a baby myself, though.
1: Well, you... You even need a baby or another pet. Yeah. yeah, and I think a pet before another baby. I'm
0: thinking I might have another pet that has babies.
1: <laughs> right, and then do you you're know like, I mean? so you're like the what do you call them breeders? Now that's a different. Oh, term. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ah. Manny, I ain't no breeder.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm as gay as they come, bro. Right? Um, yeah, basically, yeah. Do you want to be a breeder? I don't know. Not that kind of breeder. Right, like an animal breeder. Talking of breeders. Go on. There's a guy on Instagram. No, on Twitter. Um, straight Keeps doing all these, like, gay, fake gay stuff. Gay for pay. We've spoke about him before privately. Right. One of our staunch listeners, um, shout out Keegan for messaging me today, was like, you need to talk about this on your next episode of the podcast. This straight guy... Like doing loads of fake gay stuff, and then now he's posing with his real dad, like,
1: both. <gasps> I've seen it, I saw it today, right? What's going on there? That is weird so guys, a bit of a backstory. This guy on Twitter he was he w- he was on a shit TV show on the BBC called "I Beat Something" for three episodes. Oh he was. So that's how it started, and then I came across him, and he was posting loads of nudes on his Twitter. And then... You've got OnlyFans now. Yeah, and really shit. I mean, there was even a viral tweet going around saying this is literally the worst rim job I've ever seen. And it was him rimming this guy and it was like...
0: No, he's not gay. He's not done any gay stuff. Oh, no, he has. I've seen it. It's a girl. Right. Because you don't ever see... I didn't see the face of the guy. Exactly. It's a girl. So, there's another video he's done where this guy... I'm using speech marks here when I say guy has was playing the PlayStation, which is clearly I just s- a girl in a coat. You can't see the face, you and then she the puts face. the thing down and she doesn't show her face. And then, like you know, yeah, I've seen performs that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I've seen that. girl as well. I thought that was a guy. A girl. Right. And when you look at the comments. It's like that's blatantly a girl, and you can tell it's a girl because. She don't know what she's doing, right? Okay, do you know what I mean. Like yeah. when you've got the, you know, if you've got a fanny, you know how a fanny wants to be licked, right? Sorry to be crude, but yeah. Do you know what I mean. If you've got, if you've got a penal,
1: yeah, you
0: know how the penal wants to be licked, right? You're sucked. Maybe
1: that's why the rim job was so bad because he's not
0: gay, right? But now he's taking it. He's yeah. like, just in case people don't know, this is my real dad. Yeah, it is, and then there's all family pictures of them from like him growing up,
1: and he's posing nude with his dad with. Erections. With erections. Now, that is weird. And I did see a tweet today where somebody was like, "I don't understand why you would um, put that content out there, feeding into incestuous dad and son pedophilia." The type of people who will be looking at that,
0: right, and enjoying it it like that. Obviously, they're older than they're not. Yeah, of course they're older. But feeding into the oh
1: that fantasy.
0: You just sent a shiver down my spine. Sorry, but yeah. I was more thinking of it like, should we as queer people be happy of gay baiters? I, t- I say take them down. Like, when we know that they're, they're just baiting the gays, do you know what I mean? Like, making a quick buck off us. Pink pound. Do you know what I mean? Right, it's oh, like... Oh, the gays will love this. They're all into the daddy shit. Right, so Get it's... Get your knob out, dad.
1: It's kind of like when the um, the brands just do something for Pride and not else for the rest of the year. I mean, not quite. Like, yeah, <laughs> Never seen Nando's get the cock out, but you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. Similar. Yeah. Anyway, that was a tangent. I've not even told you about my week, but that was a tangent. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, weird (laughs) things happening this week online. (laughs) Let us know what you think as well, guys, by the way. Because I am against the gay baiting. As soon as I know, then I say that, but then I love Billy Essex. But then I feel like Billy Essex is more like, exploring his own sexuality. He's another porn star.
1: Yeah, and he does stuff with dyes. And
0: can I just say, once he responded to me. I mean, not, <laughs> hang on, that makes it sound like I was messaging him. Hang on.
1: <laughs> Please respond to me, Billy I've Essex. been messaging
0: you loads over the last couple of weeks. Um, Now, to my Instagram story, like he responded right, to Right, okay. And he was like, I love your page. I think you're really cool. I uh-huh. was like, oh, the porn star, Billy Essex. And I've never been like that. But yeah, anyway, I'm going to shut up because I'm making myself sound like an yeah. Um. You've had a gig, so I was in the Vauxhall Tavern. Yes. Now, I wasn't actually in a very good place between us, us Squirrel Friends. Right. It's not a plug for the, the <laughs> tour. I'm about. To, that's not a plug for the tour. I'm about to go on. Buy tickets now.
1: Squirrel
0: Sold out in Manchester. Um. I. I wasn't in a good place. Mentally. I was so nervous, so, 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 so nervous that I drank more right. than I drink when I work.
1: I mean, you have a little tipple just to get you in the mood. Now and again. Yeah. I
0: was accepting shots off the audience. Now, lucky I had friends in.
1: And they
0: were like, you must have accepted 10 to 15 Sambucas. Wow. And they were like, "The to be fair... I've never had so many messages. So anyone that's listening to this from the Royal Vauxhall Tavern in London, what a lovely, lovely, lovely crowd. Yeah. Um I just so wasn't mentally there for it. And I think I did the worst thing, which was was use alcohol as an escape to as a as a the Dutch courage, as they say. Yeah. And I'm just a bit I've never been in a position where actually I felt a bit I don't want to say drunk on stage because that makes me sound very unprofessional but I've never been in a position where afterwards I've been like actually I shouldn't have accepted all those shots. Yeah. I should have left them on the side but hindsight's a wonderful thing. i would never had so many messages saying it was a wonderful show. They all enjoyed it. Um, I'm just now ready to go okay you've done that now. Mm-hmm. You've done that. You've used that crutch that you know you shouldn't have done. Now you're starting a tour. Go and smash it out
1: soberly, and do well. And I I think I can now. I think it does as well. It was the first show back.
0: And I put pressure on myself anyway doing that job there. Yeah. I always want to impress that venue. And I always somehow, by trying too hard, do something that jeopardises that. So I'm going to stop doing that. Yeah. Stop trying to be better, because actually me just doing me is good enough. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be better. Maybe I need to listen to this podcast back next time I'm about to perform there. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So
0: that's happened, and I'm really looking back on it. Wishes didn't go some ways. Glad it went other ways. I had messages saying I've never cried and laughed so much in. Oh, well, in that's an hour, nice. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. Um, that aside, I've been, it's been a really, really weird week. I've been completely off my diet. It's been self sabotage, left, right, and centre. Chicken split for dinner, milkshake afterwards. Papa John's for tea, right. <laughs> full sides, Marmite swirls. You name it, I've been having it. I actually weighed myself today. I've only gained a pound, which is that's good. <sighs> I've been on self sabotage all week, um, and yeah, and we are, and we also as a friendship group, I've had like really sad news about one of our close friends yeah. in our in our wider circle unfortunately passing away and it it's just everything's been like a real realization of we all joke that 2020 has been shit but it really is for everyone mm-hmm. one thing after another yeah um and I, I i will wrap this up now but i later on in this show today i think we should do a nice little segment about about mental health and about How to check in on your friends. How to make sure that you're feeling okay and knowing that it's okay not to be okay. Because it's been a tough week, girl.
1: It's been a very, very tough week.
0: And... I've also, this is going to sound really random off the back of what I've just been talking about, but I also managed to release my butterflies this week. Yeah, because you, you grew them from caterpillars. From, I've got little caterpillars in the post. Anyone that's been following me Instagram stories, at the Danny Beard, if you want to head on over there if you don't already. Um, yeah, I released them and I grew them from these little butterflies in a cup. And it was a bit of a weird, poignant moment because we were all sharing things in memory of our friend and then It's kind of releasing this new life into the...
1: Into the world. Into the world,
0: and it was a bit, like, weirdly emotional. Yeah. Even though the two aren't connected or... or, Yeah. And it it, it doesn't matter in each other's sense, but it was just a bit of a weird moment for me. So, good, bad, and the ugly. It's happened to us this week from deleted shows... Yeah. ...to Papa John's... (laughs) Um, So let's crack on with the show. But yeah, love you all. Let's do this.
1: The Gossip Gaze. I've got a little bit. Well, is it is it gossip? I don't know. A little bit of something from the day world. The day. What it's is it? Twitter sphere. Twitter sphere. Yes. Yeah. So you can't... love
0: searching Twitter for I some
1: gossip. Would well, you know what? It's great for Pond, it's great for DOS. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so, this week, uh, Canada's drag race judge Jeffrey Boyer Chapman has deleted his Twitter account. Now, this is after the backlash he has received for his judging style, if you will. Now, what's the face has flipped off? Crystal. Crystal from UK Drag mm-hmm. Race. She has branded it as racist. Wow. Which I think is quite a bold statement because there is also Stacey on the panel who is um, a person of colour as well and she's not getting the same hate.
0: What's r- racist? Sorry, why is Crystal saying it's racist?
1: She's saying that if this was a white judge saying the same critiques, it wouldn't have had the same backlash but that's not what I'm going to get into. This is just Crystal's okay. opinions. Okay. Um, I can I'd, see the train of thought
0: there. I can see the train of thought I'd there like as well. i know more about that before I make an informed decision. But go on, hit me with this bit.
1: Um, so he's just deleted his Twitter and also disabled the comments on his Instagram, I noticed as well. Um Lemon, who has just recently been kicked off the show, has said what everyone is forgetting is that the judging goes on for hours. So the judges obviously say supportive things and very nice things to us as well. But at the end of the day, it is a competition and it is TV. If the judges were just saying um, how pretty we all are, how terrible would the show be? Don't you think? Which is a fair comment. It could all be in the edit. Yeah, but also he has said the things that he has been saying and the edit has made him appear to be quite nasty in some of the comments, I think.
0: I think... um, I've had this out, right? I actually had this out with one of my... One of our close friends, Luke. Not in a a hateful way, but I was just... This is before I'd watched the episode where he tells one of the contestants that maybe some concealer on their bum. Yes. Because they had stretch marks. Now... There's such a forward thinking, supposedly body confident show, it's a little bit of a step backwards to say that. Yep, I think it's all in the technique. Um, at the end of the day, I don't think, he, and it's all sorry, it's not just in the technique, it's also in the intention. At the end of the day, he wants the queens to be better, and at the end of the day, if you're on a stage in uh, front of an audience. You're put in a position where you are putting yourself to be judged by thousands of eyes, hundreds of eyes, and in this case on television, millions of eyes. Yeah. Um, it's how he says it. It's how he does... that. It, it, he just needs to be a little bit better at that, but it doesn't deserve the hate that he's getting. And my point that I made to one of our friends on Twitter was, if he was in a dress and had a wig on and a pair of heels... yeah. You'd love it. Bianca Del Rio says, far worse, far nasty things, and the gays go, yass, and eat it up. Yeah. The only difference is he's not in that outfit. And then the response I got back was, well, isn't that the point? He isn't qualified to do drag. But then that's not up to us to decide. Well, Welder yeah. Wonder hired him, take that up with World of Wonder, not him. Like, he's doing the job he have been paid to do. If any person listening to this got offered to be a, dra- a judge on Drag Race and it was their dream to do it, they wouldn't turn it down.
1: Oh, yeah. They wouldn't say, you, oh, sorry, I'm a bit underqualified you, for that.
0: You'd say, right, and rise to the challenge. Of course. You could turn around and say Michelle wasn't qualified for it on the hair first season that she judged it. Yeah. She is now a very accomplished... Amazing judge. People still have beef with... Because she's a cis woman telling drag queens how to be. Yeah. But that's the job she's been given. It's an entertainment reality show. mm mm-hmm. Take it for what it is. I think when it's... I think queer people are more criti- critical of other que- queer people for a bit of fun sometimes. To jump on a bandwagon. Yeah. A lot of people who are gay, LGBTQ+, have experienced bullying and some kind of feeling on the outside growing up. And I think sometimes when we're older and we find that we fit in, it's easy to slip into the bully role
1: yeah,
0: rather than the bully victim without necessarily knowing you're doing it. I just think he's gotten a lot of shit. It's hard because some of the things he said I really don't agree with and I think... Shouldn't have been in, but then that really is on on the edit.
1: I think it's more of in the edit, like 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 he's
0: gorgeous, and it's sad that now he's it now he's suffering.
1: I agree. I don't think it's. I think the edit's been really bad. Obviously, he did say the things he said, and the intention and the way he said it wasn't the what is the word the delivery of how yeah. he said it was maybe incorrect and the contestant with regard to the stretch marks um, has come out and said that she thought it was weird and very embarrassing when he pointed that out. Right. Um. So they are a little bit upset by that comment but take it up with Jeffrey and we don't need to then attack him on social media. I think the next season he may learn from this if he's going to be there and maybe a little bit nicer but Michelle wasn't nice to begin with. She was very hard and very harsh. Yeah. And she's would learnt how to be a const- constructive judge rather than a nasty judge. And I've
0: seen a lot of people on Twitter saying, oh, he's trying too hard to be like RuPaul. Yeah. He's trying too hard to be like this. He's finding his feet and in any job. You're not great in your first year. Take it for what it is. I think if you're offended by what he's said... You don't need to at him. You don't even need... because even people who aren't at him, yeah. you can type your name in and see it. Yeah, and then you could say, "Well, don't do that." Well, it's hard not to do. Mm-hmm. I'm the person who sits there and reads all the bad comments before the before the before the good ones. Yeah, and it's just a natural thing. And I think we're all screaming "Be kind" one week, and the next week saying, "I hate Jeffrey Miller And yeah, grow up. The show's good. I've finally got round to catching up and watching the show. I'm now in love with it. As its own entity. Mm-hmm. Like almost away from the drag race brand, even though it's not. Yeah. And yeah. enjoying it for the, for what it's got. Um I kind of do wish on a side note though, it just did have its one anchor host that we yeah. had the pizzazz. Yeah. Maybe Brooklyn will get there. It's
1: like three people trying to do one person's job and all three are not very good at doing that all, job either.
0: All three aren't aren't there,
1: are they? No. We need one main. Host slash judge. And then the others are fine just to be there. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. We love Jeffrey. I think he's cute as hell. Send
0: love. Send love, not hate. Yeah. Spread love, not COVID-19. The Gossip Gaze. Welcome back to the show. It's the listener's letter. Can I tell you, I was listening to our show today. (laughs) I was listening to this really good podcast today called The Gossip Gaze. Right. Um... And I listen back sometimes to make give myself notes. Right. And um, it was a show, two, maybe three shows ago, where we open, where you use the... You know, we always go, Whoa. Right, yeah. It was used as the... Outtake. Outtake at the beginning. Which is something, by the way, we always do, don't we? When we're recording separately to kind of link our
1: audios up. Yeah, so it's the way to link the audios up, yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, we did this really, like... <laughs> what's that song what's that song and then when we finally got it we like sang it and we were like we were, I, I listened back and I was like
1: they are so gay <laughs> <laughs> like we were so gay we are gay I love it
0: <laughs> same because you know what there'd have been a time in my life when I would have hated that oh yeah I would have hated someone saying that to me yeah and now I love it Woo! Okay, GC. Anyway, side note upon side note. Can I also just say, give ourselves a clap on the back because we're recording a whole new show. Yeah. We're not even using the listener's letter that we did.
1: It's gone in the bin. It's,
0: <laughs> this is a new... We have it. We'll revisit it, but I didn't yeah. want to redo the same letter and try and recreate our advice we'll come back to it yeah we, we are come back
1: to it when we forget about it when we've forgotten what
0: we the yes, advice yes. otherwise we're just <laughs> going to try and recreate it so we've got a whole whole new letter here so if you want to write in to us for advice you can Gossipgazepod at gmail.com slide into our DMs on Insta Twitter or Facebook at the same handle
1: at, at Gossip pod. pod. woo this letter comes from Oliver in Essex are you gonna read it today? Oh, do you know what? I might as well. Come on. Do it, in me and. Hey, gossip days. So I have a friend who has really put on weight during lockdown. They keep joking about it, saying that they will start the diet next week. Oh, I've heard that before. Um, oh. but I weren't looking at you. But they just won't stop eating crap. I honestly think they've put on about three stone, and they weren't the slimmest to begin with. I know they struggle with their weight and it does get them down. What do you think I should do? Should I tell them? I don't know if I can keep lying to my friends saying you look nice when I know they are actually looking unhealthy. (gasps) (laughs) I'm all for big, beautiful people, but I am worried about their self-confidence and own body weight issues. Lots of love, Oliver from Essex.
0: Okay, so first off, have you written into your own show about me? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what this is? No, I promise. I promise I've not written this about you. Right, well, in that case, who is it, Oliver?
1: Oliver from Essex. Real name, Oliver. It just says Oliver.
0: Oliver from Essex. I'm your mate, Oliver. I'm your mate who's put the weight on. Now, is this friend going, have I... uh, they what's the sitch? Let's recap. What's so,
1: so they said their friend keeps joking about it, saying that they'll start the diet next week. So obviously the friend knows they've put on the weight if they keep joking about it and saying, oh, I'll start next week with the diet, and it just never happens. Um, they say, well, are,
0: the, are they as... Cl- like, if the, if they've got the relationship we've got, then they'll be able to be like, look, you have... Do, do you want
1: to help losing it? Right, so if you came to me and would kept saying... Have I put on weight? Yeah. I would be honest with you, if you asked for it, I would never say...
0: Yo, fatigue. Yes. Yeah.
1: Put the thought down. Yeah. <laughs> I would you'd, never... You'd be like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would feel uncomfortable saying it. Yeah. But... As a friend, I would say it because you asked and you wanted to know the real answer. Like if I said to you, have I put on weight? Yeah. I'd want the, tr- the truth. Yeah. And I always say... Yeah. The truth. But I would never say it off the bat, off the cuff, because you don't know what sort of state that person is in at the moment in the time. Because because if you say it to me on a wrong day, I'd storm out the ass.
0: And I also think if the person's joking about it a lot, then often that is the biggest red flag of insecurity. I know when i put weight on, um, and especially if I'm surrounded by people that like. I've got good bodies, or you know, no. or deemed as a good body. Yeah. Um, because really, my body's just as good. To be fair, it's a little bit bigger than I personally would like at the moment, but it's not any worse than someone else's. Do you know what I mean? There's right. still yeah. someone for me. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I still look good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm still gorgeous. <laughs> <You're> absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> Shut up. And um, look. I think the, the easiest thing to... S- this person's come at it from a health point of view. And if I'm honest, I don't dig that. I don't dig, oh, I'm worried about them from a health point of view. If someone's put three stone on, you know, a health point of view is like what? 30, 35 stone, 40 stone, that's unhealthy.
1: Oh, no, Why I'm are you not, looking at me like that? No, thing, I think... Well, I don't know. I, well, I look don't
0: at know. look at Lizzo.
1: Right. She's, she's not
0: unhealthy. No, Have she's not. Have you seen not. her dance? Have you seen her exercise? She is. Exercising. She's a big body. Yeah. that's not unhealthy. So I think people do need to get out of the out of the mindset of big equals always unhealthy because it's not true.
1: That is true. Just like skinny, skinny does not always mean healthy or unhealthy either.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's all relative. But listen, we're all giving ourselves a hard time. I literally saw. All of my uni friends, and God, they're going to kill me because some of them listen to this. I saw all of my uni friends the other day and it was like a swarm of killer bees had flown over and stung everyone. Everyone was bigger.
1: Right. I, Even I my slimmer
0: on. friends have put weight on. Right. So it now isn't the time to be giving ourselves any more stress, any more unhelpful loads to our... Oh, oh. <laughs> Do you know what? We're, we can't even say anything. Gays ruin everything, don't I know, we? yeah. Unhelpful mental loads. Okay, right. this isn't sounding any better, is no. it? No. This isn't the time to be putting any ourselves under any more stress. Yes, no. Put a bit of weight on. It's fine. It can come off. Not as easy as it can go on in some cases, but it can yeah. come off. Um. Listen, if you really are worried about your friend, then next time your friend's like makes a joke about the weight, then maybe you say, I've noticed you've made quite a lot of jokes about your weight, like... Are you okay? Are you okay?
1: With it, yeah. Like, do you need any help? Do you want to... I just think, are
0: you okay? Oh, do you think... And then
1: shut up, and then let, let's see what comes out of their mouth. Right, okay, Because yeah.
0: you're on a treacherous board. Sometimes you just open the, You give them the key, you open the door, and right. then you don't say anything else. Right. Because you're you're in the treacherous... Gra- do you need help? Then they're like, <laughs> oh, what, so I am fat. Do you know what I mean? So there's that... It's how to deal you know how to deal with that person right look I've noticed you made loads of jokes are you okay? Are you unhappy about it? Yeah. If you're saying all the time to them though, oh you look fine you look fine but really you don't I feel this letters come from a place of guilt Mm -hmm. of I keep saying this to my friend but actually I know I'm lying well then that's a you issue not a them issue so that's kind of what I'd say about that but what would you say? What do you mean?
1: So if if they'd, so if I'd put on three stone. Yeah. And I was looking like I was kept putting the weight on and I weren't stopping, would you keep saying, oh, yeah, you look good? Or what would you say?
0: Me personally, no, but we don't have that relationship.
1: Right, okay, yeah. Uh,
0: and me personally, if you were like, oh, I'm making a joke, I'd be like, well, put the fucking burger down then. Yeah. Let's go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was just how I would be with you, but obviously, not all people. Or like two middle aged sixteen year old girls as friends, are they? No. I think I think I've answered this today, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at me like but I think I have like yeah, yeah. like you need to ask your friend next time they make a joke, just say, Are you okay? Are you unhappy?
1: So we had a friend years ago that uh put on some weight and our um our other friend told them and they didn't take it very well, they didn't take it nicely. They were, it weren't perceived in the correct way, I don't think, was it? Now you need to be careful with that
0: because it's how you handle it and yes. it's the situation and it's the right time the right words when the person's in the right mood it's humans are complex beings. Yeah. Y- you don't know what day your friends had so t- if you just rock up out the blue and be like yo you're fat. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know it's not nice. No it's not, if that's no. not what you want to hear. Yeah. We're on, baby girl. Okay, we are not far from wrapping the show today. And I want to do a nice five minutes, but a very serious five minutes on, on all of our mental health.
1: Yes, it affects everybody. I know it's affected me and you and quite a lot of our friends and people we know.
0: Yeah, and... In the very, very worst cases, um, I think there's another pandemic that's not really being reported, and that is that is people unfortunately taking their own lives over this period. Uh, I've been reading a lot of stuff today on um, shout out to mentalhealthtoday.co.uk, loads of information on there. Um, this section I am aiming at. People that aren't feeling okay, Yeah. people that don't know what they're feeling, and people that are feeling okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm aiming this at everyone. Um, Lockdown's having a real severe impact on people who've experienced trauma in their lives, whether it's recent or historic, kind of being under lockdown replicates so many aspects of original trauma so things like feeling trapped and in prison with no escape route there's no end to this um all these like feelings of helplessness um anxiety powerless and they're often lots of triggering feelings for how people, Who've dealt with any kind of trauma or feeling mm-hmm. um, so first off if if that's you and you're like, "Whoa, this is just taking a turn, this is hitting home to me." Yeah, I want to let you know that you need to talk to someone and it's okay not to be okay and you hear that all the time, but what does that really mean? Sometimes it's hard to turn to the people who are your very closest and nearest and dearest for whatever reason. you might not want to worry them, maybe. And if that's a case, I've found a great organisation rolled out across the whole of the UK. They're called Shout. Uh, all you need to do is text them. that It's 85258. That's 85258. And you can text them 24-7. People are manning this service. Oh, you have to text a shout? It's volunteers, I believe, Man in the Service. It's all volunteers. Uh, they actually do have a, a website as well, if you want to check that out. It's giveusashout.org. Um, and you speak to somebody real, that's right, isn't
1: it? It's not like a robot, not like a bot. Not a
0: robot, not a bot. Yeah, It's volunteers. Um, I'm actually on the website now. Uh, how it works is basically, Shout is an affiliate of Crisis Text Line uh, in the UK that provides free... Confidential support, twenty four seven via text. It's the first free text twenty four seven service in the UK for anyone at any time, anywhere via the medium that people are already used to and trust. And this is how it works. First of all, you're in a crisis. It doesn't just mean suicidal thoughts, um any painful emotion, basically, for which you want support on, and that is any painful emotion that you just need an outlet that you haven't got. All you do is text SHOUT to 85258. I mean, you can actually text anything. You don't just have to text SHOUT. You can text HELLO, HELP, whatever. Whatever you want to do in the first messages. The first two messages are automated. And that's to tell you that you're being connected with a crisis volunteer. And that um, then they invite you to share a bit more. Then the crisis volunteer who is trained... um, they're not necessarily a mental health professional, but they're trained in dealing with this. So they provide the support. They can't provide medical advice, yep. but then they can also provide you with your next step. Okay, yeah. you need here, you need this. Some people just need that person to talk to, Um. and it literally can take five minutes. Within five minutes, you'll be talking to a real volunteer, a real person... Um, it can take longer in high traffic times, I believe, but it's around about five minutes. Um, you'll get introduced to them, uh, reflect on what you've said, and then invite you to share your own stuff. Um, so, this is a really good service. You'll again get texts back and forth with the volunteer. You don't ever have to share anything you don't want to do. The conversation usually ends when you and the crisis volunteer basically both feel comfortable deciding that you're in a cool, safe space. And um, the goal of basically all the conversations with these volunteers is to get you into a calm, safe space. So sometimes it means providing you with a referral, like I said before, to a further help. And sometimes it means just being there and listening. Um, some conversations can last 10 minutes. Some can last hours. It's You're not putting anyone under pressure. That's what they're there to do. Uh, and again... They're called Shout, and they are on 85258. Um, I kind of also want to now talk to the people that are... Actually, I, I feel okay. Is there anything I can do to my friends? Is there yeah. anything I can do? Sometimes it's, it's your friends that you don't think there's a problem with that might need that help. It's always okay to text your friends and say, Hey, how are you feeling today? Yeah. And I think we need to get more into a space where we're okay saying actually we feel shit. And I had this conversation, I did a bit of filming for Manchester Pride um, this past week. And it was brilliant. Um, I was talking with Mark Fletcher there, who's the CEO of Manchester Pride. And he's like, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm alright, yeah, I'm I'm great, how are you? And he's like, yeah, I'm alright, I'm great. And then we just kind of both stopped and I was like, do you know, actually no, it's been shit. Yeah, it's been it's been tough. I've had no money. I've had to lend money. I am not in a good place. It, this did did it did it And then he was like, "Oh my god, me too." And we, and then someone else was there, and they were like, "Me too." And we all were just like, Do "You know what? We actually need to be able to get better at saying no. We're not. We're not all all right." Yeah. And I think this week, if you're listening to this, text your nearest and dearest. And then maybe text someone that you've not spoke to in a while. Check in on them. Check in on them. Yeah. We need to get into a space where we're not taking it personally when people aren't checking in. But we're also getting into a place where we're like, actually, I need to check in with these people. We need to not take it personally when people don't do it to us. But at the same time, try and do it for other people. And that's just going to breed a healthier, healthier mindset. We've got to look out for each other. Yeah. We've really got to look out for each other. And we've got to be there for each other because it is a shit time. A shit, shit time. Um, I'm going to take five minutes and then let's wrap the show up. Um, I'll bring the mood back up. But I just wanted to say that and I wanted to, to let people know that, you know what? Me and Billy are here. Send us a DM. Slide into them. Personal ones. I always try and go through all my other inbox, you know, when it filters them yeah. out. And I know you do too. Let's... Let's breed a space of positivity. And just before I finish this section off uh, text, shout to 85258.
1: 85258. Remember it. The Gossip Gaze. We're on. We're back. We're oh back. Oh, my God. Right. Do you know what? I've just had a little brainwave and realised. Go for it. It's supposed to be Manchester Pride this week. Horn I now.
0: Good and bad things, right, from lockdown and the whole scenario this week. Yeah. Is they're getting this drop today, and we're going to have another one on Monday. So you're basically getting two gossip gay shows over one weekend. Okay, you did miss one on Monday. Yeah. But. You're getting a double whammy in the space of a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What a better way to spend a bank holiday month a bank holiday weekend? I know they said a bank holiday Monday. Yeah. But you could listen to this back to back if you wanted. Ooh. Two hours of me and you whining about gay driver stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was meant to be Manchester Pride. It's not happening as we know it.
1: No. Ugh, I hate it. New normal, but this is not the new normal. This no, is the best of a bad situation. Yeah. What we've got is we've got a United We Stream on Saturday. Oh, it sounds a bit sexy that We Stream. No, 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 honey. That's the That's the brand United We Stream. Oh, okay. Not like We Stream. United right. We Stream. Right. Okay. Not We Wee. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was Piss Piss play. play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, you're on this lineup, Summit with Jay Sky, out yeah. and about now. I know you filmed Summit this week. I don't actually know what's going yeah, on, Yeah, so,
0: so it all will be revealed. So we're going to be hosting a little section. They've got a thing called The Bungalow. A Dean McCulloch from Galeo Breakfast and Cheddar Gorgeous are hosting the shindig there. Right. And then I'm not 100% on, on what I'm doing. But you're going to be there? <laughs> I'm going to be there. I believe I'm I'm taking over hosting duties at some point. But I don't know. That's what I've okay. been told. Watch me rock up and I'm just going to wheel on a dinner trolley. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, you just have to hold I'm a pride bu- flag. I'm a booked to appear. Okay. So I'll fucking be there. Okay. okay. So you're
1: going to be on the live stream live?
0: I will. And you'll also be able to see what me and Jay Sky have been up to. Um... What I can say is we were loaned a Bentley Continental GT Convertible by Bentley. Woo! And we spent the day in it. And it's a Pride Bentley. Wow, I've seen I've seen some pictures, yeah. And it's more will be we'll talk about it in the next
1: show. So you need already, to
0: watch Saturday. You need to watch Saturday. Also on the lineup, if you look, we're gonna be they're gonna be visiting some iconic moments from the past. Looking back at years and years at Rita
1: Ora and Mel C. Yep. Um, but also new performances Brand new From the gorgeous Pixie Lot Bright Lights, Bright Lights Scott Wang's going to be there Jodie Hash Also surprisingly on the lineup Doing a DJ set is Gay that, and a non-gay gay and, yeah, and non-gay? Yeah. Like back to back
0: I think So one
1: plays a song than the next so I don't... Yeah I think it's going to be more of a comedy stick. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> that was a no, I mean like day and non day. I think it'd be funny, like the like non day, like playing some, and then the days right, like. So it's like a non gay song, then a gay song, then a non gay
0: song. That's, that's quite what funny. That's, that's what fun. I'm
1: thinking. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think that's
0: going to be camp as yeah. yeah, so do I. And there are favourite LGBTQ podcasts after ourselves, of course. So I'm yeah. happy for them. And who else is on the
1: list there? Um, we have got a summit called Fat Pride. You hosting (laughs) it? I'm not. You (laughs) <laughs> Knew that was coming out. No, emulates. but there is something called Fat Pride. There's Good. also Black Pride there. There's um, MCR building. There's going to be a ball takeover. It's going to be amazing. It's a
0: full weekend. Basically, yeah. the whole idea is you can throw the live stream on uh, Saturday night, especially, and get all the performances and, and live pride in your own garden. Yeah, Set all... your projectors up. Get your TVs out in the back garden, providing
1: there's no rain where you are. Yeah.
0: And enjoy it. That's the whole point.
1: And if you are um, underage... Slash under the age of 18. There's also Youth Pride MCR on Sunday, which is going to be a live stream. Which has got like a Vogue workshop. It's got drag makeup tutorials, lip sync battles. gorgeous,
0: they're doing something, lip yeah. I think uh, Lil I think...
1: Queen and Licorice Black, it says.
0: Ah, I love Licorice Black. It's going to be amazing. Lovely. Yeah, so there's loads going on with Manchester Pride there um, this weekend. Sorry that we didn't get the show out on Monday. We're so unprofessional.
1: It's the first time in, like, over Two 70 weeks. episodes. <laughs> I'm joking. You
0: looked at me like... <gasps> I was like, what? No, yeah. We, I, I snapped the fucking thing and I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> have a fabulous week. Happy Manchester Pride, even though it's not the same, but next year we're going to have a party.
0: A big fucking party. Um, I love you all. Take care of one another. Text your friends, your family. Um, and remember, 85258.
1: Shout!